Welcome to the Derby Day preview edition of Shoulda Backed It. With four massive Group 1s to navigate at Flemington, I'm glad to be joined by Australia's number one tipster at the Herald Sun, Chris Venuccio. Welcome to our final preview show, Big V. Um, I'm not even sure where to start tomorrow. It's definitely Christmas Day for punters. Hello, Phil. Yeah, it's a very big day of racing for Derby Day, and I think it's a pretty tough card. Usually I go into Derby Day and there's, you know, three, four, five races I really want to have a bet in, but I think it's really tough. It's There's a lot of great big fields on Saturday, and, yeah, it's going to be, if you find a few winners, you'll, you'll make a few dollars. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, Big V. I'm excited by the card, but it does make it really hard. The good news for punters, though, is that you can find a bit of value, Big V. So hopefully with our tips today, we can find a couple that get up. And as you say, you only need one or two of them to get up and you've had a good day. So we'll, we'll kick off in, in order, I guess, race order. and we'll go straight to race five, the first group one, the Empire Rose. Who have you got on top, Big V? Yeah, Tafani is rock solid in betting, huge performance in the Turak handicap and back against the Mares here. I think she's the clear top pick. Behind her, it's a bit of a lottery. I think Colette, I, I think she's been okay this prep. I know she won last start, but she was aided by the soft track. I think she probably needs a soft track again if she's going to win. Flying Mascot was stunning at the Valley last start. And when you've got a Mare in good form, just why not have a throw off the stumps in a group one? And then you've got the Tassie Mares, Mystic Journey and still a star. I think they, they need to step up a little to beat Tafani, but Mystic Journey from her barrier can settle a bit closer in the run. And I think there's a, a stack of other chances that could finish in the in the top three. But, you know, horses like Steinem and Cyrilea Miss, I think they've got to make a bit of a jump from their last start performances. But I think it's, um, you know, Tafani, you've got to have Tafani on top. Yeah, it's a low-confidence race, Big V, but I've also got Tefane on top. You know, she's a fa- I'm a fan of hers, and look, she's ran incentivise over 1,600, pretty close with six kilos more, so I just feel like she has to be the one on top. But as you say, if there's a downpour, Colette, and a few other chances there as well, if she does happen to perform below her best. All right, thanks, Big V. Tefane there in race five. Straight on to the derby, mate, the big one. Who have you got on top in that? I'm going to stick with Forgot You... I thought his win in the Vars was pretty solid. I know that you know, the margin might be deceptive because he's beaten a $101 shot in the last drive, but you don't, you really don't want to push him out you know, a week before his grand final. So I think that might be a good top-up run for the derby, but equally, he's had a few runs now, so is he at the end of his prep? Does he have another good performance left in him? I've got uh, Gunstock and Hitotsu behind him, but I reckon I could have elevated Allegron a bit higher because he's coming out of the best form race, if you think about it, third behind Profondo in the spring champion stakes. And at his price, $7.50, I think he's a, a good each-way play. Uh, I think I should have had him a bit higher up in the market because you know, Hitotsu, the, the negative for him is he's stepping up from 1600 to twenty five, which I think he's is tough to do and you know Hitotsu might be the best horse in this race but I don't like that that big gap in the distances for him yeah it's a good point um uh, you know what would what price would Profondo be in this race so given it only finished two and a half lengths in behind it last start I think that's not a bad each way option Big V but I'm with you again and I'm a bit concerned Big V we can't be with each other for every race but yeah forgot you 
I, I really like the Tran last start. I like a horse that's hard fit into a derby. I think you're getting a decent price now. I think it was probably a bit short a week or so ago, but if you're getting $5 or better, I'm happy to stick with Forgot You as well. And then Big V, probably the hardest race of the day is race seven, the Coolmore. It's always a tough one. Uh, I think we've had a little bit of success with it the last couple of years, though, but this one just looks like a dog's breakfast. Yeah, it's my favourite race for Derby Day, and I always... I have good success in this race, but equally so, I have made a few mistakes, but I've got this as my best bet for the day. Oh, mate, I like confidence. Extreme Warrior. Extreme Warrior, yep, the current favourite. Yeah, it's a favourite, but at $4, it's still a good a good bet. You know, because it's a big field, you might... He could get out closer to the start time, but the reason why I've got him on top is that I think he's at the stage of his prep where he can still, he's still got upside. He's only third up, and that was a massive win in the Sapphire, the Blue Sapphire last start. But you look at some of his key rivals, like in the Congo, Artorias and Pirelli, they're at the end, they're at the back end of their campaign. So do they have another peak performance in them, or have they, have they run their peaks this campaign, whereas Extreme Warrior looks like he's been really set to this race uh, Autorius, I don't like 1,600 back to 1,200 from the Caulfield Guineas. I know a couple of horses have done it like Weekend Hustler, but you know, Weekend Hustler was a, a champion, and I don't think Autorius is a Weekend Hustler here. A couple of years ago, I backed Rich Enough in the Coolmore after the, the Caulfield Guineas, and he was well beaten. So that's a mistake that I've learned from. Home Affairs has to be given a chance coming back from the Everest, but but like the other runners coming down from Sydney, you know, does he have another good run left in him? You know, did that Everest run take a bit out of him? Yeah, well, it's a good point, Big Veen. You've run through quite a few of the field there, all with really realistic chances, I think, in the race. And, look, I do think Extreme Warrior is well-placed. The way it put away Profiteer last start shows that it's a real good horse. But I went for a little bit more value in the Coolmore Big V. I think there's always a bit of money to be made in the Coolmore. So I've actually settled on one of the horses you mentioned at the end there, Home Affairs. It's only its third start, this prep Big V. I thought five lengths beaten in a Everest was a pretty good effort. And I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy to take the double figure odds around Home Affairs in the race tomorrow. I mean, the question mark around a lot of these horses and is around whether they'll handle the Flemington straight. But I think, I think that question mark sits over a few of them. But if you did like a horse, or you are wedded to horses that go down the Flemington straight, well, we know Callis does anyway. Yeah, I guess he, he's won down the Flemington straight, but I don't think the, the Melbourne form has been pretty strong, uh, pretty strong this spring, apart from Extreme Warriors' win last start. He's, yeah, he gave... Um, Oh, what was that? What was that horse's name? Who did he beat in the Blue Sapphire? Sorry. Profiteer. Profiteer. He's beat Profiteer by more than three lengths. And Scissor Step was seven lengths behind behind Extreme Warrior. And Scissor Step's run second last week behind Generation. So if he can replicate that performance, he'll be tough to beat. Hopefully he can just handle the straight. But these three-year-olds, not a lot of these three-year-olds are exposed to the to the straight, you just take it on trust they can do it. Yeah, that's right, mate. Sometimes that's all you can do. So Extreme Warrior there, one of your best bets and your bet for the Coolmore. Uh, now, the final group one of the day, race eight, is the Cantala. Got one of your old faves in it, Zutori there, Big V, but what did you settle on? Yeah, I don't think Zutori 
will run out to 1,600. So I'm a bit surprised that we're seeing him here. I've settled with Superstorm on top, coming out of a really strong track handicap. But again, he's the horse that keeps on drawing wide and he doesn't have that tactical speed. So he's going to be conceding a lot of ground again. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a tough one to be really bullish about him where he's going to be on the map. You know, where, where the way the race sets up, it could be, you know, the Epsom for Arameo and Riadini. They might get the right runs. Uh, Mr. Brightside, I think he's a false favourite, but again, he might get a he might get a, a nice running transit as well. You know, it's quite it's a quite open race, and if Superstorm had drawn a good gate between six and ten, I might have entertained getting involved. But it's um, it's a tricky race. You know, with him drawing wide and a few other chances, you know, Cascading, you can't rule out. King Magnus as well. You know, I think Ice Bath will... Ice Bath's run was okay last week, the Invitational. I think he needs to make a... She needs to make a step up. So it's it's quite open. Yeah, it is an open race. And I actually like the fact you've chosen Superstorm because I think she is the wrong odds for the race. Uh, at $9 there. That's number three, those for people looking through their form guide. Uh, I've actually settled on the horse you've just mentioned there. Last big V, Ice Bath. I think you're getting $10 about it. I thought it's running the invitation. It was really good. Uh, natural step up to 1600 One week back up. I'm happy to take the $10. But again, another low confidence race. Yeah, I think Ice Bath's win didn't rate that highly. But again, she was dropping back in distance. Maybe going back up to 16 she can perform to a higher level. All right, Big V. Well, that's the four big group ones at Flemington sorted. We've also got the Golden Eagle run running at Rose Hill, which is always a big race now on the calendar. Uh, who do you like in that? I'm, I really like Apache Chase, the Queenslander. I think don't underestimate the Queensland form. I thought that was a really strong win last start, and he's making a nice progression, 1,200, 1,400, now third up, 1,500. You know, we all know he beat Ayrton during the winter. And I don't think he was... I think he was at the at the end of his prep when he ran in the Stradbroke. I think he's a stronger horse now. And I think he's a really great price at 750 He's coming from $13. I wouldn't be surprised if they keep coming for him because he just maps well against the other favourites on Thunderstruck and Private Eye. And I think the challenges for those two horses is they've got to... They're going up from 52 kilos to 57.5 kilos now, and they're also going to be in the back half in the field, which is tough to do at Rose Hill. And I think Private Eye has a challenge from a wide barrier too. So I'm keen to be on Apache Chase. I think he can handle you know, the strong tempo of the race. I think it's just a, a question of how good these Raiders are, all these imports are, Law of Indices, Maximal, and Reeve the Bowl. Just you've got to just take a pump that our horses are, are better than them. It's another impossible race, isn't it, Big V? I've actually I've landed on top the horse you've just spent thirty seconds potting there, Private Eye. It's a little bit on uh, just out of loyalty, Big V, after its big Epson win there. But I am worried that it will get too far back. But the wind was so dominant, and given I'm well in front with the horse, I'm happy to have another crack at it again at double figure odds there tomorrow in the Golden Eagle. Now, Big V. In amongst all that, you've mentioned uh, a couple of your best bets. Can you just confirm who your two best bets for the for the, tomorrow's cards are? Yeah, Flemington, race seven, number nine, Extreme Warrior, 
and at Rose Hill, race seven again, number four, Apache Chase. And my best value, I'll make it Superstorm, which is in the Cantala, race eight, number three, is in from $12 to nine fifty now. Fantastic, Big V. And as for my best bets, Big V, I'm actually sticking to some of the lesser races for those because I think some of those big group ones in the Golden Eagle are just really tough to, to have as your best bet. So I'll stick at Rose Hill, though, and I'll go into the Classic Legend Stakes, that race that you love. Uh, race 6, number 2, Mask Crusader, up to 1,300. Uh, the extra 100 metres will only help it. I can't see it going too poorly in that race, so I have that as one of my best for the day. And race nine, number five, Mar and Par, going for four on the trot. It's a week in race now that Brooks, Brooks Spryer isn't in it, so I think your $2.50 looks like a pretty good bet there at Rose Hill. Yeah, I think Mars Crusader will be hard to beat if he doesn't miss the jump and he doesn't have a wall of 15 horses in front of him. Oh, well, he's guaranteed to miss the jump, mate. We know that. You can lock that in, but I, I still think he beats them even missing the jump. Yeah, probably so. But I'll, um, if he doesn't win, I'll be, you know, I'll be, ma- I'll be making it known that he, they should have come to Flemington, I reckon, with Mars Crusader. Well, Big V, um, I've, I've made the mistake of picking a bunch of backmarkers again, which I promised myself I wouldn't. But, look, plenty of best bets there, Big V. It's going to be a fantastic day. Looking forward to it immensely. Hopefully we don't get in the scratchings that we got last week between when we did the podcast and when the races started but all shaping up to be a big one so thanks big v good luck on the punt everyone